Warning, MF Uncensored contains adult language and discussion. Listener discretion is advised. We're a couple of misfits. We're a couple of misfits. What's the matter with misfits? That's where we fit in. We're not happy in Hello, everyone, and welcome back to MF Uncensored. Don't forget, if you guys are listening to us on the go, you can find us on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, basically anywhere you get your podcasts. You can also find more of our content on our website, themisfitfaction.com. There you find links to not only this show, but our other shows like the Multiverse Fancast and Cinematic Adventures. You'll also find our merch, reviews, articles, all sorts of stuff. So that's themisfitfaction.com. As always, I'm one of your hosts, Paul. With me in the studio today is Ronnie. Ronnie, how are you today? I'm doing great. How about you? I can't complain, man. I can't complain. Uh, we'll see by the end of this episode where we're at. <laughs> so th- this is going to be a yeah. weird one. Yep. This is going to be a weird one. Ronnie, how was your Thanksgiving? It was great. You know, so I I fried two turkeys, mm-hmm. deep fried, so that was fun, to, and carved all three turkeys that we had. Wait a minute. You said two fried... I, t- I deep fried two, and then Jacqueline put one, had one in the oven, like your traditional turkey. And then I had to carve all three, so we, we did a lot of the turkey stuff and everything, but it was fun. How about you? It was good, good. We went to my sister's in, in Hoboken, New Jersey, Ooh. which was an adventure and a half, just getting oh, down there and getting I'm back. Sure. But yeah we, yeah, we had a good time. And then producer Melanie's family does uh, like an after, like a day after. Yeah. They, like they eat the rest of the food. Yep. So I'm I'm very full. Like yeah. I'm still full. I woke up like this morning. I was like, oh, what and happened to me? Same here. I, I ate a good amount on Thursday. Didn't overdo it. You know, and neither then, did I. Yeah, and then yesterday, same thing. We went to my parents' house to kind of celebrate with them. It was the same thing. Just and now I woke up this morning. I'm like, well, I don't think I'm gonna be eating until dinner today. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh god, like I worked out this morning and I was like, put put all these to work. Put yeah, all right. these calories to work. Yep. Go to my biceps. Get out of my gut. <laughs> so today's episode, we uh, we're starting a new series. So we just did our our '90s series, which yep. was a lot of fun, where we talked about TV. We do have some more interviews coming up. I know people have been wondering about that, but I do have a couple lines up. Just we had uh, some a lot of scheduling issues, so just trying to line up interviews turned out to be a pain in the ass yeah so we kind of took a step back but we are still doing interviews we're still trying to work that out so make sure if you guys are still into the interviews and tired of hearing us talk about things i guess (laughs) i mean right you know because one of one of our listeners was like i didn't know if you were still doing interviews but i got this guy and i was like oh cool 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 and that's send them our way yeah that's our friend marissa make sure you check out her uh, new instagram page i forget off the top of my head what it's called but i will have that by the end because otherwise marissa will yell at me so Mm -hmm. we are doing our our new series is going to be a little bit more introspective, yeah, baiting and, and yeah. kind of talking to each other. A little other. more conversational. Yes. So we found a list of 200 plus philosophical questions and just ideas. So mm-hmm. we are going to kind of go through these lists. Now, really quick, this the answers in this list are very subjective, right? Yeah. They are, are reflective of us individually. Some things we may agree on, some things we may not agree on. Just like you guys listening may not agree with what we have to say. But we are firmly of the opinion here on MF Uncensored that every opinion is valid. Everybody has a right to say how they feel. As long as it does not turn hateful or harmful, we're totally on board. So yeah. if you guys hear something that we you know, personally believe in and you don't agree with it, you can let us know. But if you don't let us know in a nice way then it's not as much fun. Exactly. Right. So To put it nicely. To put it nicely, <laughs> right? You know, obviously we're in a time where people are very conscious about what they say and how people react. 
we all we don't have enough listeners to really care that much. <laughs> in all honesty. So Amen. yeah, we're gonna start off with an interesting one. All right. So I'm gonna ask Ronnie because we have not looked at these questions. No. We we started to kind of glance through, but we figured it'd be more fun if we didn't have mm-hmm. any pretense. So Ronnie, are we really free? No. And why is that? Easiest question to answer. Easiest one. We are not free. I think especially in today's society where everything you say gets scrutinized no matter what it is or anything. So A, when we talk about freedom of speech, there really isn't a freedom of speech because you can't speak freely, mm-hmm. you know, because you're going to piss someone off, right? We're also not free because we pay all these different taxes that don't really do anything for us right all our tax money gets sent to all these politicians essentially right you know like our homes that we live in you know they're 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 owned by the banks which are owned by the government so it's like you know you're really not free unless you don't owe any money or anything like that and you know i get you have to pay taxes you know but in a way i shouldn't be having to pay taxes for someone else to be living. Yeah, I mean, you know? like the only way to be really truly free is if you live like on an uninhabited island yeah. by yourself, living in a tent, living off the land. Exactly. Like, we humans need, but it, in all honesty, it's not a bad thing necessarily. Humans no. need laws, they need structure, yes. they need a, a way that everybody kind of Is it perfect? Absolutely not. Like no. the whole world kind of the world sucks right yeah. now. Like it's 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 terrible to say, but like things are not getting better. Mm-hmm. People are people are angrier, people are, you know, frustrated. You know, in America especially, because I know we do have listeners around the world. Yep. We have had listeners all over the country, all over the world. Yeah. In America, it is just a weird time. Like, while we enjoy a lot of great freedoms, like, podcasting is a freedom. Like, yeah. we can go on this and say what we want to say yeah. and say how we want to say and, and curse and this and that because it's not regulated. If you go to a board of end meeting and you start cursing, they can kick you out. Yeah. And it's not because they're violating your First Amendment. It's because... There, it's televised. It's regulated by the FCC. There yeah. are rules. You're like you can't yell, you can't yell fire in a busy movie theater. Yeah. You know, even though you're not even supposed to yell shark at the beach because yeah. you know it creates a panic. So it, it's an interesting concept about freedom and how much freedom we actually do have. Because yeah. it's either it used to be you're either free or you're not, and now yeah. it's how many freedoms do you have? Yeah. Which is wild to think. Yep. All right. So next question. Now I like this one. This one's okay. a, an interesting one. Are humans innately good? Or evil? I think we are innately evil. Really? Yes. Oh, I'm going to go the opposite. Really? Uh-huh. I, I think I think we're innately evil and we have to learn good. Mm. You know, I think it's easier when you think of, you know, s- something or whatever, you know, you, I feel like you think of the negative and you have to kind of work your way out of it, you know, and in a way, like, for instance... How many videos can you go on and see on YouTube right now? I wasn't sure where that was going. <laughs> of people failing. Of people you, failing? You know what I mean? Like, 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 oh, they're, you know, like those fail videos or whatever, like but, car accidents or, you know, like people like jumping on a trampoline and it like splits open. Those are my favorite. Fall. You know what I mean? Exactly. What is you, that you're laughing at people getting hurt. I'm laughing at people putting it out there. Yes, but inside you're also laughing because they're getting hurt. So I think, like, in a way, I think we're inherently evil. But but not, like, I wouldn't say evil as in, you know, I'm trying to think. You, you know, want to call it, like, like you want it, like, yeah, exactly, you know. You know, because I think, for instance, look at serial killers. Oh, dear God. Right? 
Here we go, guys. They're, they're, in here. they're evil people, right? No one taught them how to do that. They just knew how to do it. Mm. While we're all like, yeah, we know how to do that, but we learn not to do it. You know what I mean? So that's why I think we're inherently evil. Okay. I'm going to go the opposite. I think people are inherently good, and they'll nine times out of ten people will do the, the right thing. Yes. Whether it's because of an actual moral compass or because the the fear of being you know ridiculed or, or ostracized – I like to believe in the good in people. I've seen, I've seen bad. I've mm-hmm. seen terrible. I've, I've, I've seen some bad things in my life and in my career. Yeah. And some of it stays with you, and it's hard yeah. to get rid of. And you have to compartmentalize, and you have to, you know, talk to someone and and do certain things. But I like to think at the end of the day, people will do good, even if it's just for them. Like, yeah. and I like people. There's always a loyalty, especially to family, close friends, like. You know, am I going out and and working at the soup kitchen and donating to charity? No, but I like to think at the end of the day, like I do good. I do something good yeah. at least once a day, and I think people feel better when they do good. And people just—it's something that you feel, and yeah. something that's part of the human nature. We're social creatures. We work for the betterment of our social packs, however big or small it is. Like even people that do bad things, they still do. They do good for the people in their circle. Yeah. Like you argue about like, you know, drug dealers, gangbangers, all that stuff. They're still trying to do good for their people, yeah. which is, you know, again, it leads you into like a nurture versus nature type thing. Like do you, are people born a certain way and they learn or are people born a certain way and that's just how they stay? Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's one of the oldest questions. In fact, number two on this list is can humans change their behavior if given enough time? Yes. You think so? I, I think because the way we learn is we either learn socially, mm-hmm. right? So from who we surround ourselves by, we learn based off of like genealogy. So from your family. Uh, I thought right? you were, I, I was like, I'm not wearing jeans. <laughs> and then we also learn from our environment and we learn from media, you know? So it, it depends on where we're getting our, you know, where we're being taught. If all those things align, then you're not going to change, mm-hmm. You know, and what do you spend most time with? Are you on your phone a lot? You know, like the media learning and whatever you're getting from there, that's what you're going to learn about and everything. You're not going to. So I think it I think you can change the, you know, how you from when you were born all the way until death, essentially, you know, based off of different like what you surround yourself with. I think for humans to change, it needs some sort of spark, like real like. I think people only change when they have no other choice to. Mm-hmm. You know, I li- I'm you know I'm 35 ish, I think. I don't know. I I, I always forget how <laughs> 34, 35, 35, 35. So I've I'm set in certain ways, right? Yeah. There are certain things that I don't like to change, but as of more more recently, I've wanted to. Like there are things that I do differently, whether it's you know how I you know my daily routine, how I interact with my wife, how I interact with people, like those things. And that's because of challenge. That's yeah. like I'm challenged to change. And some people can't handle that. And they mm-hmm. fall back into old routines or they fall back into bad habits or addiction or anything like that. And we're not talking about addiction necessarily because that's a chemical and, and yeah. psychological condition that you know you can't help sometimes. Yeah. But for people to change, I've, I believe they can, right? Mm-hmm. I believe people can do – like I said, people can do good things. People can do great things. People can change anything about themselves. Yeah. They just need the right – discipline they need the right catalyst to to yeah. actually invoke that change and again at the end of the day i think people can be really good you know yeah you know like nine out of ten i would say it's it's just that one out of ten you get your jeffrey Dahmers and yes. your, your hitlers and stuff like that who are just people that like are just terrible people yeah. like the worst that humanity can possibly offer 
But, you know, I like to think that there's a lot of good in this world. We just don't always see it because it doesn't sell newspapers. No. That was the old adage. Uh, yep. Violent sex and the weather. That's what sold the news. Yep. But so now this one's interesting because this one might polarize. Do humans need God to exist? Now, this is – I don't know Ronnie's – Ronnie and I were, were brought up very different religiously. Mm-hmm. I have my own religious views. Ronnie has his. I'm sure you listeners have your own, right? Mm-hmm. This is just a question about us personally, and if you believe in God, if you believe in religion, if you believe – whatever you believe in, cool. Do yeah. you. Like that's one of the best things about our world is that there are so many different – I love studying religion. Yeah. I am a huge fan. I love my Norse mythology. I love – you know, producer Melanie loves Greek and Roman type stuff. So like we've, we've studied a lot of different religions. Mm-hmm. I took Religions of the Globe in college. That was a great <laughs> class. But uh, what, what are your thoughts on the need for God? So, so f- growing up, I didn't really go to church or anything like that. I slept, when I slept over my grandparents on the weekend, I'd go to church with them just – because we'd go for breakfast after, right? So, <laughs> but lately, I've been going to church on Sundays. Mm-hmm. And uh, do humans need God? Now, me personally, yes. Okay. However, I, I do understand not everyone believes in my God, mm-hmm. right? You know, there's different gods. You know, some people don't even believe in God. But so, so for God, I would say if I wasn't based off of like how I feel, I would say no. Right. So you don't need God, but I feel like everyone believes in something Mm -hmm. or someone, right. Whether it's God, some higher power or multiple gods. Right. So I think, do people have to believe in God? No, but people do believe in some sort of God-like figure that kind of helps motivate them you know, to do everything they do in life. Mm-hmm. So for me personally, though, yes, I believe that people need God in their life, you know, to have some something that kind of helps them, you know, like like set straight almost and go down, you know, the correct paths in life and everything. Let's put you on the <laughs> Make sure you don't do anything silly. Exactly. Right. So it, this is a tough one, you know. So if I had an answer from my heart, it would be, Yes. Oh, I I was raised Lutheran. I was, you know, every Sunday we went to church and that was part of, you know, growing up, my mom, it was very important to her. My dad was Catholic. My mom was Lutheran. My mom just wanted us to have something mm. and have that religious aspect. And yeah. I think also for her too, given, you know, divorce and all those things. Yeah. But I won't speak for that. So we were very... We were good churchgoers. We went every Sunday. We did confirmation. We did communion. Like, we did all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, the Lutheran church is very similar to the Catholic church, but also very different at the same time. So I was raised religious, but for me, I don't – me personally, I don't believe in organized religion. Mm -hmm. If if it's something that you do – and I know, Ronnie, you you mentioned you go to church now every Sunday. So, you know, I would never disparage that. It's just not for me, right? I I like to believe that there is some sort of higher power, that there is something that's just – well beyond human understanding. And that's why religion bothers me because religion is, it tries to quantify the unquantifiable. It's like, this is what God looks like. I'm like, for me, I'm like, there is no way the human mind can possibly process what, Mm -hmm. what is bigger than us. Right. Yeah. So for me, I really hope that there is some sort of higher power. And I hope to, you know, when, when my time comes, I hope to be like, yo, you're, yeah, <laughs> you're not what we imagined, or yep. you're exactly what we, like. 
bring it on. Like, yeah. I'm curious, right? For me, though, religion is the issue. Organized religion is the issue because it it is a business. It is yeah. an org. That's why they call it organized religion. It's yep. just a nicer way of saying, you know. Business. business like yeah. you know they're tax exempt the vatican city is one of the richest cities in the world people yeah. tend to forget that i've been to the vatican the vatican's amazing we, you know we did the basilica we did all that stuff and it's really cool it's awesome you know just for me i would not sit in on it like i think they were doing like a, a mass there at the yeah. basilica that you could sit in on i was like melanie was like do you want it? i was like nope yeah. so the the church we go to isn't like your typical like church it's a fun church it it, re- it really is like a fun church where <laughs> where where they have you know like the music mm-hmm. you know they got like a little like band basically that plays you know throughout the you know the ceremony or whatever see i'm so new to this like i don't know what things are called i just go just because you know my wife wants to mm-hmm. go but you know so it, it is one of those like fun churches that you could like see on like tv and stuff like that in a way you know where it's not like you know, dressed in the robes and everything like that. Like this guy comes on and he's in like a button down and jeans. We went one, one day during the baseball season mm-hmm. and close to when Aaron judge was going for the record sports. And he put on an Aaron judge Jersey. Oh, that's funny. You, you know, like, like, so it's like a relaxed kind of, it's not like shove it down your throat with all the hymns and Bible verses. Well, I like and stuff fam- like family that. Family guy so. did uh, like the, we are singing in yeah. unison, like <laughs> that sort of thing. Like that yeah. stuff, that stuff always makes me kind of chuckle. And also like, you know, for me, I, I can't, I'm a people watcher and I like, I'm, I'm always like observing about people and I just love people yeah. at church. I've always like, I've always wanted to go to like one of those, like the really big, like the, the Southern church yeah. showings, like, you know, everybody's screaming and singing and all that stuff. Like yeah. I would love to, I'd love to this, explore other religions. And if I find yeah. one that, that resonates with me, cool. If yeah. Not, you know? the, the, this one's kind of like that. The one that we go to yeah. where, where people are singing out loud and, you know, hallelujahs and stuff like that and everything, you know. Not to that extent that you see in like TV shows and movies. Yeah. But yeah. Highly fictionalized in TV shows and movies. All right. Now, this one's super depressing. And I like this is going to trigger me just a little bit. Okay. It's, it's, I'll do two, it's two questions, but they kind of relate. Yeah. What happens when we die and does consciousness continue after physical death? What are your, what are your thoughts about what happens when we die? Jeez. Again, this kind of ties into the religion question, mm-hmm. you know, because you have certain religions that when you die, you know, you have reincarnation. You have certain religions when you die, you either go heaven or hell mm-hmm. or purgatory, you know. So what happens to us? I mean, if I'm speaking scientifically, we get buried and or cremated. If you get buried, you decompose. But, you know, if we're talking philosophically. I, I think that there is a heaven and a hell, right? Or some versions of those two, right? And you go into, quote, unquote, the afterlife in one of those. You know, I, I can't tell you how it's determined. You know, usually we say good goes here, evil goes here, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but I, I think there is some sort of afterlife, you know, do I want to find out? No, no, not anytime no. soon. Exactly, not anytime soon. So th- there is something now. As far as the consciousness after we actually pass away, I think so. Mm-hmm. I-, I think for a little bit, you know, like you're. I feel like you're in the moment. You know what I mean? Like you know, like when you you see someone die in a movie and like you see their soul 
like come out and like is there? What kind of movies are you watching? Or a TV show? You what never kind of TV seen shows it? are you watching? Supernatural. You don't. Okay, fair. But you don't like <laughs> see the soul leave the body. Well, well, no. But you know, but like, like I feel like you're you're Supernatural still there. can't afford that, yeah, right? But you know what I mean. Like I, I feel like you, you might be kind of conscious, even mm. though again, not I'm not talking about like hours. I'm talking maybe seconds, minutes. I don't know. I think like you could still feel the presence of the people around you. Yeah. So this is an, uh, the age old question, like one of the oldest in humanity, especially because, you know, science will say that like certain phenomenon are just your brain trying to cope, like yeah. just your mind seeing things or, or hearing things like associating things. Like, here's an example. When I first got into, I went to Pace University. Mm-hmm. When I first got into Pace College, I noticed every Pace sticker on a car. I was like, wow, there's so many. And, yeah. You know, one of my parents was like, no, there's not. You're just noticing them. Your, yes. bra- your brain's just noticing them now because you're there. Yeah. So, you know, people have had near-death experiences. We had a spirit medium, Daniel Jackson, on the show, and which was a lot of fun. And he had yeah. a very different and unique perspective about, you know, dying and what happens. So if, make sure you guys listen to that episode. It was, it was interesting. Yeah. And I want to, you know, he keeps trying to reach out, but, you know. Scheduling. Scheduling. Scheduling is always the pain in the butt. But I like to think that, you know, and Neil deGrasse Tyson did a whole thing about, you know, what happens after you die from a scientific, more scientific standpoint, which makes, because dying freaks me out. Like the idea of it, like it sends me into like an existential crisis about just the idea that nothing may be afterwards and just you're not around. Like that scares the shit out of me. But I like to think that there is, like, I love watching like the the ghost adventures and stuff like that. Like I I love the idea that, you know, there are different levels and there's different answers i do believe heaven and hell were really created just to keep people from doing bad things yeah a very old church type of control Mm -hmm. i may be wrong but that's just my own personal opinion i like to think though that there is something afterwards and and our consciousness does survive in some capacity whether it's reincarnation or some sort of like i wouldn't mind being a ghost and just messing with my friends for all of eternity i wouldn't i mean what we have we (laughs) would have so much fun as ghosts. oh god yeah we'd be terrible as ghosts yeah oh my god (laughs) Just pantsing people randomly. like Just floating beers all around. Just keep moving things around. <laughs> one thing at a time. Someone goes to sit down and pull the chair out from underneath them. Maybe that's why my clock keeps changing, because there's a ghost that's just turning it back a minute. Or See, that's stuff that we would do. We'd be yeah. terrible as ghosts. That's oh. why you're always late. Oh, man. That is why I'm, I'm always late. It is bad. Oh, it is bad. We're, Mel and I are so late all the time that it, not only does everybody just expect us to be late, but... Like, people are more surprised when we're near yeah. on time. Yeah. Like, yesterday, or on Thanksgiving, we were supposed to meet my sisters at or after 2. She, so, she was like, our nerves start at 2.30. And so, of course, we get distracted. And on, on Thursday, in our defense, we forgot that we had a turkey in the, that was supposed to go to Melton. We got a free turkey from Acme. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I was confused. We left it in the car because it was going to be cold overnight, yeah. and we were going to bring it to her mom's. And we're getting ready to leave. We were going to be completely on time leaving. We forgot the turkey was in there, and we had to backtrack and go drop it off to Mel's family. So that added like 30 minutes to the trip. Yeah. But luckily, we got there right after the other people that were getting there were, so we were Perfect. still kind of on time. Yeah. We got time for a couple more, but why does... Oh, this one sucks. We got we to gotta try and get some good ones. <laughs> why does suffering happen? Like, why is there bad in the world? Balance. Balance? Short answer, balance. Little, we, we need to have balance. We need to have good and evil you know or good and bad right you need to have rich and you need to have poor 
right? You need to have opposites in order to have everything in balance. Because if everything is equal and everything is the same, life gets boring. You know? I wouldn't mind if world hunger was gone and everybody was on similar economic, like, well, no, like, yes, but you know, I, I think, I think some sort of balance, right? Like for instance, right. Let's look at, let's just say government. Okay. Right? Oh, not not going to go super political with it, but if we have all one idea, does that really represent everyone? No. But if we have two ideas in government, Will that represent everyone? Better. Better, most likely, right? Because, again, most people, when it comes to two things in government, 90% of the people are in those two categories, and you have 10% that are not in those two, right? Mm-hmm. So I think it's a better like representation. So I think, I, I think, yes. Now, do I want that? No. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't want to have evil in the world or bad in the world but i think it's in a way it is kind of necessary hmm. i'm a very steel is forged through fire kind of guy yeah like you suffering can as much as it sucks and i don't ever want to see people suffer or be upset no. it gives you opportunity to do better yes. and to be better and sometimes that suffering is completely in your control sometimes mm-hmm. it's not you know and it sucks like the world has bad in it, but also I agree. the The world, the universe, has to balance itself in, in capacities. Yeah, you can't have, and you can't have a sunny day without. Or you can't enjoy a sunny day without a few rainy days. Yeah, you, you can't know? have a rainbow without the rain. Exactly. So for me, like suffering is, it's a part of, it's a part of existing. It's yeah. part of, it makes you feel alive. Yeah. If everything was just good all the time, the world would be a boring yeah. place. And, and, and I feel like, it, so if you're grown up with like a silver spoon in your mouth, right? And and all you've known is not having to work for anything. Mm-hmm. Right? It, when when something happens in your life and you need to start working for something, you won't know what to do. Right. You know, so then all you're going to do is fail. All right? So I I think you need to have some sort of suffering in order to know what what to do to get out of that. Right? If it's just good 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 good, when something bad happens, you're going to lose your shit. Right. You know, so I, I think having struggles, having suffering, you know, at certain points in your life, I'm not even talking about just one time. You need to have it happen over and over again, some sort of struggle or maybe not suffering like the question asks, you know, but I think having a moment of where you're suffering from something, yes, and then just more little mini challenges throughout life to mm-hmm. build you and make you stronger, right? You, you think of it, you you forge swords or weapons out of metal. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you're you're putting it in the fire to make it I stronger. Made this, I made that analogy. I know. I, I was just going off of it. I'm just saying though. You know what I it's mean? Like you so, even listen to me. What? What? Yeah. So I, I think we do need some suffering in our life. You know, it's funny because like suffering is also like when people say suffering, they make it seem like it's like I'm like the worst thing ever. Mm-hmm. So Ronnie and I both work in some capacity with kids and I, my, for me, it's more high school kids and yeah. listening to high school kids problems as a 35 year old adult, it take like, I'll say to them and I'm like, it doesn't matter. No. The things that you are dealing with right now, they're just going to teach you a lesson and in mm-hmm. all honesty... The things that happen in high school for the 99% of them will not matter when yeah. you get to be a certain age. Yes. And, you know, adults can always say that, you know, you get to a point in life where 
the things that you thought were so important are now different. It's mm. it's almost childish. And I hate to say that because it makes you sound like a boring old boomer. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, back in my day, we had real struggles. Yeah. I'll never, you know, like when I, when we have kids, you know, we'll talk about like, you know, dial up internet and, yeah. you know, just like stupid things like that. But in all honesty, like suffering for me, like, you know, it's, it's different, you know, yeah. it's, it's more mental. It's yep. more, it's never physical. You can always make more money Yes, and you can always change your lifestyle and you can always change the way that you like Mel and I had to learn budgeting. Yeah. You know, she, her and I, you know, when we first got married, you know, we, we didn't have kids. We still don't have kids, but you know, like we were having fun. We were like, let's go out to, to eat every yeah. week, you know, and do all these things. But then now she's in grad school and you know, yeah, we're, we're past the wedding. So it's like, well, now we got to really buckle down and be yeah. like this, these are the things we spend money on these are the things we don't mm-hmm. this is where we have fun this is where we need to cut back so it's it's learning when you get close to the mortgage time like yeah. oh my god i don't know if i can do this right <laughs> now that's a type of suffering yeah and you know you learn and it makes you better and it makes you stronger as long as you're willing people are not willing to change a lot of the time and they're no. not willing like we said that they're able to it's it's about the will yes. to do so you want to do one last one let's do one more let's yeah. let's find I want to find a nice one, but we're, we're going to go in order because we got to get through this whole list. Yeah. All right. Should we try to prevent bad things or bad events from happening? If so, then how would we go about doing it? Ooh. Yeah. I, I'm going to say no because, A, we can't see into the future. So how do we know if a bad event is going to even happen? I mean, you can't. Yeah. Raven can. Deep cut right there yeah, for you that, that 90s was, kids. That's so Raven. Oh, my God. <laughs> Didn't we but, talk about that show last I week? I think so. But should we – it depends on what you mean by a bad event Mm -hmm. too you know if we're talking like a mass murder kind of thing yes i'm gonna stop that if i can you know but if if we're talking about like i don't know say like a minor car accident where somebody just gets hurt and not you know killed should i stop that i mean if it has no like life-threatening implications no you, you know, like, I think everything happens for a reason, mm-hmm. you know, and then who knows, you stop it, you go into the whole butterfly effect and this person's not born now, which means this person and then this and then, you know, all these different things. But in my heart, because I would want to do good, mm-hmm. I, again, if it's life threatening, I would, if I could, I would try to stop it. Mm-hmm. But if it's not life threatening... All right, whatever. And, you know. I So I agree to a point, right? I, I do believe that humans have a responsibility to do the right thing when presented with the choice to. Mm-hmm. I, I think that is a, a responsibility that people tend to forget about. And they always expect somebody else is just going to take care of it. Yeah. Like the bystander effect, that mm-hmm. sort of thing. For me, if I see bad, I do my best to try and stop it. And my, my philosophy on that has changed over the years where, you know, first it was, oh, I, this, this bad thing's happening. Let me try and help. But now it's more, this bad thing's happening. Let me make sure my wife is safe. Like yeah. that, that sort of thing changes and like perspectives change. Like example, we went to St. Patrick's Day a few years ago and there was a fight on the train at the end of it. And rather than letting the 90 pound conductor who's probably on her first date try and stop it, I jumped in and I, and I separated the two of them, which in hindsight was not smart because mm-hmm. like you don't know these two people, Yeah. but I just did it and I reacted and I, I won't, I don't regret it because like obviously it turned out for the best, but now like I would look at a situation like that and be like, is my wife safe first? Yeah. Like, are, are my friends safe? And then, you know, try and help. Because, yeah. you know, again, I think people are, are do have an innate goodness to them. Mm-hmm. And given the opportunity, they can show that to the world and share it. But in all honesty, people, 
people do suck. Yeah. And I think if there if there's a chance for me to to help someone, I want to take advantage of it and I want to jump in. Whether it's small, like you know, giving a, giving a homeless person you know a dollar or two, yeah. you know, doing things like that, I'm happy to do so. But yeah, I like. One of our favorite episodes of Supernatural was when they unsunk the Titanic yeah. and like all these people that, that were supposed to die. You know, we're yeah. not talking so much about going back in time and changing things. No. But, you know, like the person you help could go on to cure cancer or something yeah. like that. And that's what I like to think. I like to think that human life is so precious that the idea of me being able to preserve any of it, yeah. preserve, create, honor in any capacity is something that, you know, is a, is a responsibility and is also something that's very gratifying for me. Yeah. So that one was a, a more happy one, I guess. Yeah. Like, Ronnie and Paul aren't assholes who want people <laughs> to suffer and die. But um, I think maybe we'll start doing Fan Feedback Friday for uh, for this for this, yeah. and just uh, put like one or two of the questions on there Yeah, and see see where the comments roll on that one. <laughs> but I'm going to save this page because we're, we're, there's 200 of them we are going to go through just for the month. We're, we yeah. may get through all of them. We may not. We'll see. We'll see because, you know, our episodes don't go for two hours yeah, you know, no. we're lucky that we're able to do this. But oh, excuse me, that was gross. Ooh. Sorry. <laughs> Philosophically, it gives me gas. But so make sure you guys check out some of our other material. If you guys go on our website, themisfitfaction.com, or you can find us on social media. If you guys type in uh, Misfit Faction, odds are you'll find some of our stuff. And also, just so you guys know, it is Own the Floor Ballroom. That is our friend Marissa, who has been a long time, long time listener of our show. And uh, make sure if you guys are on Instagram, you give her a, a like, comment, and follow. Make sure you told you tell her that we sent you. But you can also find us on TikTok, Snapchat, Twitter, all those types of things. Not Snapchat. What am I doing? There's no Snapchat. <laughs> I lied. I got Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Twitter, TikTok. TikTok. There it is. All right. If you guys follow us on TikTok, make sure you guys tell me which starter Pokemon I should do because that was my video and that's gotten the uh-huh. most comments and the most views. Ironically enough, about which which Pokemon I should start that's with. Fun for the new Pokemon games. But that's going to wrap us up for today. As always, I'm Paul. I'm Ronnie. And we'll see you guys next time. See ya.